Hey guys, welcome to this episode of The Rachel Cruz Show. This is a special one. It's really fun. I did a podcast with my mom. Mother's Day is coming up, and I thought, man, I need to get Sharon Ramsey on the podcast. She's like the sweetest thing ever, and I love her so much. And so we kind of dove into topics, everything from her memories of the bankruptcy that her and dad went through when I was just a baby to me being a little selfish with our time and asking about what I was like as a baby and a kid because I was like, I want to know. So we just talked about motherhood and her experience, and I will warn you, you're going to hear some kids in the background, which is a little fitting for the podcast considering we're talking about kids. So we recorded this at my sister's house, and so my little girl Amelia, who's four, and my sister's little girl Lydia, who's almost four, they're like three months apart, they are running around in princess fairy tale fantasy land. And so you will hear background noise. I'm sorry, it's not perfect, but you know what? That's life. So I cannot wait for you guys to hear this podcast with my mom, Sharon Ramsey. All right, mom, here we are. We're at Denise's house. My sister, your daughter. Yes. <laughs> you picked up our little girls from school. And so I was like, well, I'll just meet you at Denise's house and she'll be here. Um, and so I was like, well, I want to talk to my mom. Let's have a podcast with Sharon Ramsey. Let's do People it. People love you. Like when you've been on, on the cooking segments of the Rachel Cruz show. Rachel, I think you are really twisting my heart. <laughs> I swear. I swear. People are like bringing back Sharon. Well, it's pretty hard to think that. But if you say so, I'll, I'll take a little bit of that oh, and say, okay. Dude, they love you. Okay. Okay. So we mostly hear from dad in life because of his job. Um... And so rewinding almost 30, I mean, it's been 30 years um, of the bankruptcy years. Mm -hmm. So go back in your mind and your memory all the way back. Um, Dad talks about how, like, our marriage was hanging on by a thread. He says, he said, Sharon Sharon would have left, but we only had one car. Yes. (laughs) She, like, couldn't leave. Yes. Um, And so there's, I mean, not everyone is in dire straits. Not everyone listening to this is have, you know, is in the middle of a bankruptcy, but money fights money problems. It's a real thing. Oh my goodness. Of course it is. Yeah. It's one of the leading causes of divorce. So it it is. So I want to know on the marriage side of you guys, as you have these two little kids, Denise was a toddler. I was just a newborn baby during that period of time. Uh, Was it as hard as you talked about? Oh goodness. So I think it was just more difficult actually, um, because he, probably had so much more information. Well, I know he had more information because he was living in it. Yeah, and he was I, the one that made those decisions. Oh, and, yes, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. yes. And I really think he probably held back maybe a couple of maybe months more. He didn't tell me the whole story, I don't feel like, early on. But I feel like as the bankruptcy, as, as time went on, he started explaining because I really think, and, you know, once he did explain, you know, we were thinking it was going to be okay, that we would be able to yes. dig our way out. There right. would be a solution. So it's almost like it, he wanted the solution before he presented the whole reality yes, to you. Totally. Probably to protect you. I think so. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And I didn't understand real estate all that well either. Yeah, and that's fair. And I would say, too, 30 years ago, you guys were— a, you didn't handle money as well oh, as you no, do now. No, no, so no. So communication no. even was not no. as perfect. Like if no. y'all were going through something today, it would look a lot different. Oh, definitely. Because you didn't have the tools on even how to communicate no, this stuff together. No, 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 no. And you know, um, 
back then, the materials that are available today, there were nothing. Yeah. And we didn't have anyone to talk to. I yeah. mean, it was basically he and I talking after dinner, after y'all so would go to bed. did family know? No, we did not. No, we really? did not. No. Oh, I don't know why. Looking back, yes, we should have. Um, I guess probably because we were just so embarrassed. I mean, yeah. you know, that's just the only word I can think of, just totally. being embarrassed. I mean, how did—and during—I don't feel like people back then, they didn't talk openly about situations yes. that were happening inside the home. Yes, because even now people, like, go to counseling, and they talk about counseling openly. Like, of course. things are just so much more accepted yes. socially yes. when you're struggling. yes. Okay, that's good. I, I mean, I just always think it's interesting to hear more your perspective of it. Because, again, he was in the middle of it. Like, the details and the tactical side of what was going on. But. Right. And he had such a good business mind. I did not have a business mind. I was just concentrated more on being at home and, home you know, cook. what am I going to have for dinner? What What are the kids and I going to do today? Holding that down was, the fort. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Full-time job. But right we now. were on a strict budget. I yeah. will have to say that. And I had a certain amount to go to the grocery store, and it was, I wish I could remember what that amount was, but it wasn't much. Yeah. And to go to the grocery store and buy diapers and baby food, it was tough. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah. You had to look at every price. Yes, I did. Talk about being intentional. Yes. Okay, so I have two little girls. Yes. Two little ones. You had two little girls, and then you had Daniel. Yes. So I feel like... My girls, Amelia is our four-year-old, and she's like the little extroverted, talkative one. Mm-hmm. I'd say pretty uh, oldest child feeling. She's like now obeying. Like yes. she's like a real follower, more so than I would have thought. That kind of thing. Caroline is 20 months, and we so can't tell. So cute. Love Caroline. I don't know. Just Sweet. chunky and, and quiet. And a hugger. Hug, she loves cuddle. to be hugged. More of an introvert, we can tell, and just... Yeah, just sweet. So they are very different. So do you feel like Denise and I were really different? Oh, yes, for sure. Yes, yes. What I was think I- Denise, you know, being the oldest, like you just mentioned, I think she was more trying to be the little mommy a lot of the times yes. when y'all were smaller. And so she was always kind of being a little bossy and protecting <laughs> and that kind of thing. What was I like as a baby? Was I a good as baby? a baby baby? Baby baby. Was oh my goodness, baby? Rachel! <laughs> There's too many stories to tell. <laughs> oh well, you know what? I think you started out actually when you were probably about two days old, right before we brought you home from the hospital. Then the hospital would give the parents a special dinner in the hospital room the night before you left to go home. Oh, seriously? Oh, yes. We had a menu, and we would pick out what we wanted. And we I think it was probably, you know, something like chicken and steak or whatever. And also a bottle of grape juice, sparkling grape juice. So it was one of the romantic dinners in the hospital. Hilarious. But I do remember one difference between you and Denise. Denise laid in her little bassinet, quiet as a little baby sleeping. And when we had our dinner with you, you laid in your bassinet and you cried the whole time. And we looked at each other and we said, oh, no, what have we done? (laughs) We knew at three days old, Rachel would be different. (laughs) So funny. Oh, it's hilarious. So did that like, so would you say that 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 was... 
consistent throughout. I think you were a little little more. I think you were just a tad more demanding. I think you were very strong will. And when you made your little mind up that you wanted to do something or have something done, you were going to do whatever it took to have that done. And you did. You weren't a cuddler. I just remember trying to rock you. And you did not, you didn't enjoy being rocked. You didn't want to be held tight and bounded. Yeah. Whereas Denise did. Yes. I wanted the freedom. Yes. <laughs> and you have it. <laughs> what was the best part of me as a little kid that uh, you think back on? Too many things. <laughs> <laughs> my mind is just twirling. I feel like I quoted movies a lot. Oh my God. Rachel, you were a very, you were so funny. You And you still, of course, are very funny. But your little personality, I'm thinking probably when you were about four or five, you were the leader. You were very outgoing. And you were the leader of the little preschool class. And everybody wanted to be Rachel's friend. But um, I just think, you know, you were a little bossy. And you were determined to have, I'll never uh, forget in middle school when Beanie Babies were popular. Remember Beanie Babies? You had to have every Beanie Baby (laughs) there was. And it was crazy. And I was one of those crazy moms because I personally would call all the stores asking if there were special Beanie Babies. So as soon as you came home from school, we jumped in the car and went and got those Beanie Babies. Okay, so that was like the good side. That was a good sign. Uh, how was I hard? Oh, and you could even say teenage years. We can go. We can go. We I can think. Go older. I mean, I will just have to go back. I think your little personality. You were just very strong willed. Yeah, you were really determined to have whatever your little mind was set to have. Even if I was told you no, you wanted it. Yes, even if you. Yes, and um, and I just remember so many times I wanted you to. Um, Maybe I was trying to teach y'all how to cook, for instance, how to to make certain dishes, and you just did not want to have anything to do with that. And today, do you cook today, I Rachel? Try. I, you try. I yes, do. you do. You do. <laughs> you try. But hey, I made a kale, a homemade kale Caesar salad last night with homemade dressing. Oh, Rachel, uh, yummy! You proud? Yes, I am. Thank you. Very Thank nice. You. What's more fun, being a mom or being a grandma? Oh, Rachel, how could I choose being a mom or being a grandma? How, a how say, would you weigh that out? Say being grandparents is like oh, the best. Oh, my goodness. You know, I will have to say, um, backing up to when y'all were preschool, I loved the summers that we all had together. I just remember having so much fun in the summers, being kind of carefree, sitting, you know, outside and the two, the three of y'all playing outside and just having fun as little ones. It was fun. There was no stress. There was nothing. It was just a fun, fun time. And honestly, there were so many times I just wish life today Mm -hmm. could be like that for moms. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of hard being a mom today in 2019 than it would be 30 years ago because of social media and all the comparisons. I think all the, there's so many pressures on the young families. Do you feel like y'all had that? No, no, not at all. No, we did not. No, we were just, like I said, more carefree and, and, you know, we didn't have to feel like we had to spend money to impress anyone. And it was just a very fun time. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I know. I feel like moms today feel like they have to do. Oh, I think so. Everything and everything has to be perfect. And it doesn't need to, it doesn't have to be like that at all. Yeah. Uh, What were things when you look back that you could tell me where you're like, oh, we did X, Y, and Z and you should do that too as a mom. Like one thing I could think of as a kid, Mm -hmm. we traveled once Mm -hmm. you guys got back on your feet financially. Yes, yes. We took great trips, especially when I was in high school and stuff. Like traveling. Yes, yes. yes. Was a was was a thing for us. You and Dad both loved loved, it, and you guys love to travel now. Yes, yes. You're travelers, but like that's something that I value, and I really appreciate. And it may not be like. The most glamorous thing, like we camped. We're going camping. Oh, Mom. I do remember camping. Why did we do that? Yeah, I agree. Is it not <laughs> the worst thing ever? Dave made us. He do that. made us camp. Yes, that was terrible. that was not. Yeah, that was early on, and that was kind of miserable. We did that a lot. We yeah, probably less than five times. Oh, seriously? See, in my head, it was like five times a year. Oh no, 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 <laughs> Rachel, that's in your head. <laughs> that's a black mark. <laughs> Yeah, that was not. But it's um, camping fun for some families. It just know, wasn't know, that far. Well, but looking back, I'm like, but it was a memory. Oh, That's the thing. It was a memory. And I think when I was a kid, it was great. So yes, I don't think yes. I did not think it was miserable then. It'd yes. be miserable for me now. Yes, I don't yes. Understand. You know, I remember too. Uh, some fun times we had would be, you know, in the spring or summer nights, we would ride our bicycles. Yes. Don't you remember yes. getting on our bikes and just kind of riding up and down the street? And it was just fun times. We did a lot of family stuff together at night. Yes. Yes. We did puzzles. Remember yes, the games. little puzzle game that we always played? Mm-hmm. We had games that we played. And we would sit outside at night without no TV, no agenda, just sit outside and chase the lightning bugs. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like that's the thing, too, is I'm like, there's so many, there were so many less distractions back then. Yeah. So I feel like you have to be that much more intentional now to, like, put your phone away, mm-hmm. turn off the TV, mm-hmm. put the computer away, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. like, go spend time. Because sure. that was huge. Yes. And yes. family dinners Yes, we big. did. Yes. And, you know, I grew up in a home that we would have family dinners and, And, you know, my mom cooked, of course, large meals, and I enjoy cooking. So it was easy for me to step into that. But, oh, yes, I always, and I felt with me being at home, that was my responsibility to the family Mm -hmm. was to prepare dinner every night. Yeah. And, you know, dad worked hard and y'all were in school. You came home hungry. So, you know, as, um, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed planning and cooking. Mm, Because you were... You were a great stay-at-home mom. Uh, was there any part of you that ever wanted to work, or were you great? Like, being home is like, you're like, oh, no, I was called to be a stay-at-home mom, and that is where I wanted to be. Oh, no. there. Were, I felt guilty. Many times I did feel guilty because I personally was not bringing in an income. Oh, yeah. So I had a little bit of guilt because I knew at different stages that we needed more money. Yep. And, you know, I wasn't able to provide that. And I think, too, you know, I felt like sometimes when you said, when people said, hey, what do you do? And you go, oh, I stay at home. It kind of, it, maybe it rubbed some people wrong. Mm. But I think the majority of people, when you would say, hey, I stay at home, that meant a lot. Because that meant you were investing in your family. You were investing in your children. And you were you're a providing for things throughout the home. Totally, and, totally. And staying at home it's is exa- hard. 
believe me, you never, from the moment you wake up in the mornings till you go to bed, you, it's nonstop. There is something on every 15 minutes, there's something for you to do. Yes. I know. I always say, I laugh because some of my friends that are stay-at-home moms look at me and they're always like, Rachel, how do you do it all? I can't believe right. all you do. And I, I literally look at them like, how do you do it all? Like, right. I mean, I think being a stay-at-home mom, I'm like— It's exhausting. It is. It's, it's, it's exhausting. It's a lot of work, and I feel like they don't always get the credit. No, but, they do not. Uh, but yeah, that is but a full-time job. That's why yes. I like, I'm like, every mom's a working mom. Every Whether mom. Whether you're working outside the home every or inside mom. the home. But, every mom. Yes. But it was such a fun, fun time. I loved it. Yes. Uh, what was the hardest stage of raising? You could say me. I won't throw Denise and Daniel into No. What's your question? <laughs> what, yeah, what was the hardest stage of raising me? What was like, what was my tough years that you your were like? tough years? Uh, probably when y'all were in middle school and you were involved with a lot of activities and it was just so hard just, you know, with three trying to just carpool and the schedules that you had. It was just hard going back and forth. Yeah, that's good. Uh, what was your favorite phase of raising kids? And you could say now. <laughs> Because I, like, I feel like adult children or children that when you, love, can, like, when you can talk to them I and have like actual conversations, that seems amazing. That seems to me. amazing. You know, Rachel, honestly, I will look at each stage of life. I loved babies. I loved babies. Mm-hmm. I loved the preschool when y'all were learning things. And we were, like I said, we were outside when we were playing and, and doing fun little games. Um, you know, I will have to say elementary, having to do high homework every night. I felt like, I, you know, I was going through every grade with y'all, basically. So the middle school and elementary school, only because of the homework and the yeah. running and, you know, the activities. High school was fun because I think, you know, now you're an adult almost in high school. Yeah. And like you said, your communication is more open. Feelings are shared. Uh, experiences of, of doing different things as a family and individually. Yes, it's not as tiring. It's not as tiring. Like even going on a trip with teenagers. Sure, it's so much easier and like fun. Feed themselves, fun, fun, dress themselves, fun. and all that. Yeah, that makes sense. I know Dad has always said that. I've asked like what what was his favorite season. He's like, I feel like every season. I know. I like, loved just it good and all of it. I yeah. Loved, sometimes I wished I could just stop the clock. Mm-hmm. You just want to stop the clock. Yes, yes. Especially now with those little yes. grandbabies. I know. So Life is fun. fast. Uh, is being a grandma as great as you thought it would be? Oh, my goodness. It's even better, Rachel. Is it crazy to it. think of your kids having a kid? Yes. Like, that's weird to me. I, I talk with several different friends my age, and we say the very same thing. It is just because we feel like we're still 35. <laughs> totally. And it's fun to see your kids have babies and how they're raising them. And we are so proud of the three of you because each, y'all have just raised beautiful little little people. Yes. And y'all were the best mommy, and y'all had the best husbands to be the best dads. Thanks, so we Mom. are so, so proud of each of y'all. That's sweet. Thank you. I know Daniel and Allison, they got to get on the baby train. Oh, let's not rush them. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, they Daniel. They have a puppy. They just got a puppy. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, 
Okay, I just thought of this because we haven't brought Daniel into this talk. Was it different raising a boy and a girl? Because I haven't done that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like hands down little boys are so easy. Uh. <laughs> I loved little Daniel. And probably because I did have the two girls and yes. and we wanted a third and wanted yes. the third to be a boy. Yes. So that probably made a huge difference. But I just remember Daniel was probably more of a little mommy's boy mm-hmm. than y'all being more of a mommy's girl. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. there probably is a special bond between a mom and a son. Yes. It's different yes. than a mom and a daughter. Exactly. Which sure. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think so. Little Dan. We still call him Little Daniel. We do call him Little Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, so great, Mom. Man, Mother's Day. Because I'm thinking, like, your mom's past, a mammal. Yes. She's been she gone had- almost 12 years. Was it 12? No, it's been 10, right? Winston and I were, like, just married. Oh, okay. So I think it's been 10 years, and she had Alzheimer's. Uh, Do you think about her? Do you think about your mom? I do. You know what? Of course, during holidays, and you know what? I kind of—I know that, uh, you know, she was a great mom as well, but I just know that, uh, you know, I wish she could see Mm. y'all. Yeah. And to see how y'all have lived your lives and— I know she'd be so proud. Yes, she would. She was a good mama. Yes, she was sweet. Okay, so I do remember um, a sweet thing that I've passed down to my girls, and Denise has too with her kids. Oh, what is that? Was the book that you guys read to us all the time. Oh, my goodness. The, uh, the love book. Yes. I'll love you forever. I'll like you for always. always. As, as long, long as, as I'm, I'm living, living my, my baby, baby you'll be. be. That's a beautiful Beautiful. And when y'all graduated in, from high school in your annual, I don't know if you remember this, but in all three of your annuals, I went back and I quoted that verse because there was a parents page. Oh, yeah. The verse of the book. That, yes, like, yes. Yes. For parents to write in. Sweet. And that was what I quoted because it's so true. You'll always be my baby. Sweet mom. I appreciate you. Thanks for chatting with me. Well, I loved it. Thank you. I don't so do fun. this very often. I know you don't. Yes. Mom. yes. Well, Mom, I appreciate you. Thank you. I love you. You're I a great you. mom. And I've said this about you and Deb. I give props to you guys because I feel like, especially the adults, having adult kids, you guys have done this season so gracefully. Because you guys treat us like adults. Like, I feel like we have now have more of a friendship than, like, a mother-daughter relationship. And as a daughter, I'm like, I feel like you've just given me the respect and you ask mm. me questions you want to know my advice sometimes like so I appreciate that I really well, good, do good good and I feel like we just have a really fun friendship in the season of life and I so, love that Rachel thank you so much yes. I love that I love you and happy Mother's Day thank you I love you more <laughs> well I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast it was so fun for me selfishly to sit down with her uh, but all of you out there who have a mom, you are a mom, all the things around motherhood. Just know you have someone cheering you on here in Nashville because it can be hard. It's exciting. It's fun. It is all the things. I totally, totally get it. So I hope you guys found a little bit of inspiration and possibly entertainment in this podcast. And as always, if the spirit leads, leave a review, but make sure to click that subscribe button so you get all of these podcasts directly to you automatically. So thank you guys so much for listening and remember to take control of your money and create a life you love.